Hi everyone, my name is Heather Havenwood and I am here to introduce to you the Linus Method podcast with your hostess, Narissa Sue. Narissa, welcome to your own show. Hi, good morning. <laughs> I am so excited to be introducing you to the world with this new show. And I want to tell you, if you don't know who Narissa Sue is, I'm going to share with you a little bit about who she is. So Narissa Sue is a female executive mentor, breathwork facilitator, an integrated breakthrough coach, and the creator of the Lioness Method, which has impacted hundreds of clients over the last four years. Now, she considers herself a recovering type A personality <laughs> and high performer. And although externally, everything looked perfect in one time of her life, internally, something was missing many years ago. And during that time, she felt empty and depressed. And despite having it all, the birth of her son, who is now, how old is your son? He's five, going on six. Five going on 18, right? The birth yeah. of your son ushered in a great awakening and she found her sobriety, joy, and designed a new life and is now birthing the Linus Method podcast. Congratulations. Thank you. No, I'm so excited. You should be. You should be because one of the journeys of birthing anything, right? As you know, birthing your own son and birthing a business, birthing a show, it is a birthing process. So I want to take people back to that moment. Look, sounds like six years ago with, you, with the birth of your son. Take us back to that moment that started you on a whole new journey, not only by the Linus method, but also sobriety much more. Take us back. Oh my gosh. Um, it, it was a pinnacle moment for me. I actually, uh, was doing really well at work. I, I was thriving. I was getting accolades at work. I was getting, uh, promoted and I was like, wow, I, I, I feel like I've made it. Like, I feel like I've made it. I feel like I'm on the right track with my career. Uh, my son was actually uh, a year old at that time. And I, I looked around, I was like, if I have made it and I feel like I'm on the right career path and I'm making the money that I want to make and you know, I, I'm doing all these amazing projects. At that time, I was doing corporate training and I was an HR manager. I was also still doing some recruiting for the organization. I really had my hands in so many different projects that were really fulfilling. And I loved working with people um, at the advertising agency that I worked for. Uh, and I loved my role, but I just felt so empty inside and I was so depleted. I, I literally, my health was just in the toilet. I, I found myself like almost uh, actually over 30 pounds overweight. Um, mm -hmm. And my doctor was telling me, you know what, you've got to change your lifestyle or you're not going to be around to take care of your son. And I had to stop and take a hard look at myself and go, what am I doing in my life where, you know, I have all this uh, career success, but I have, I feel like I'm failing in every other area of my life. I had no hobbies. Um, my, my then relationship was, um, or my marriage was not doing well and we were actually new, newly married. Um, or actually this was even before I was married. Um, we got married after. It's a long story. But um, it, it was really just I came to a place where 
I felt like my life was successful on the mm -hmm. outside because I had all of the things that society told me that I should have uh, in order to be happy and successful, which was to be a strong, independent woman, you know, making six figures, have, you know, having a beautiful child, having a, an amazing relationship with a partner. Uh, but my relationship with myself was in the toilet. You know? Yeah. And I want to, I want to stop you there for a second. Cause I think there's a lot of people that especially women can really, um, relate to this, which is you were checking boxes, mm -hmm. right? You were checking the boxes you're supposed to be checking, you know, kid check marriage check, even if it's not that great check, you know, uh, HR six figures got that. And yet you're sharing that, Hey, my health was in the toilet. Mm -hmm. uh, sounds like you were, you were drinking cause now you're so sober Mm -hmm. And you were just doing things that weren't good to yourself and your body. And I love the word that you said you're depleted. I think there's so many women, executive women specifically, find themselves checking boxes, but also find themselves depleted. How mm -hmm. did you move yourself from there to, I mean, where you're at now is a huge gap. There's a huge gap there. But what was like mm -hmm. the first couple things that you did back then to move you out of that? So immediately after, you know, I found out from my doctor about my health because my kidneys were actually um, struggling because I was drinking so much to cope with all of the stress and the stress of being a new mom, the stress of work and the relationship. So I made the decision to to get sober, to just be alcohol free because I had, it's something I'd wanted to do for a long time because I had a 15 career, a 15 year career <laughs> actually um, with alcohol and, and just, you know, drinking too much. Cause I think we have this culture in society where it's so socially accept acceptable. Like you see all these jokes, like the memes and everything about, Oh, mommy needs a glass of wine. And, you know, and it's just, it's a social lubricant. It's part of our society. And it mm -hmm. was part of the culture of the organization, like in advertising, you know, alcohol, we have bars in our agency. So it's just a natural part of the culture that um, that I grew up in, that I had within my career. So it was time to make the decision to just go alcohol free, to eat healthier, and to look at some holistic practices. And as soon as I, I decided to get sober, uh, things just started to fall into place. I actually went uh, on a retreat uh, to a place called Rhythmia in Costa Rica. And that was life changing for me because I worked with uh, plant medicine there. Uh, and that's really what um, exploded my journey, my journey of self-discovery and self-healing. And right after, um, or actually when I was at Rhythmia, I found uh, breath work, which uh, the first time I did it, it really wasn't a big aha moment for me. Um, it was actually the second time that I did it with um, another practice, another facilitator here in Los Angeles that I was like, wow, this has to be a part of my everyday life because mm -hmm. it not only helped me uh, with the emotional um, uh, alchemy that I was going through with sobriety, but just with everyday life and dealing with stress and um, after that second time here in LA, I was like, I need to know how to do this. And it just set my, set me on fire. I became passionate about breath work. Um, and I was, uh, doing classes with teachers all over LA and just signing up for everything that I could find <laughs> because I, I was like, I need to know all about this. And it felt amazing. And it just, 
helped me get connected with my inner leadership in a way that I hadn't experienced before um, without having to engage with a, an outside substance or working with a, a plant medicine, so to speak. You know, you're simply using your breath. Um, and then after I spent all that time running around LA uh, taking classes, I eventually was like, okay, I need to take the facilitator class so I can learn how to do this for myself. And originally I didn't take the facilitator class thinking that I was going to teach it. I took it because I was really on my own healing journey and I wanted to know everything about it, how it worked, why it worked. And uh, so I could really um, transition through my own healing faster. Um, so that was a big part of, of me getting sober was finding breath work. And then from breath work, mm -hmm. I found energy healing and I'm, I really leaned into eating right and just learning how to eat a more vegetarian lifestyle, um, somewhat pescatarian. I should say pescatarian, not vegetarian, because I do eat fish now and then. Um, but really, it's just a better relationship with myself in all mm -hmm. um, you know quarters of my life, whether it's you know physical, financial. Uh, my mental fitness has been a huge part of this. Um, and you know relationships all the way around, and I just overhauled my life uh, completely in every area of my life, so I could be a joyful being without all of the things that I had learned to lean on, which was, you know, excessively shopping, excessively drinking, ex excessively, you know, dating, whatever it is on the mm -hmm. outside. Um, I came to a place where today I sit in a really solid, powerful place where I'm in my flow, where I'm able to make adjustments easily and effortlessly uh, and know from the inside out what my next step is and all, and also to ask for support. <laughs> yeah, actually, we talked about that earlier off camera. Yeah, um, asking for exactly. support and pulling. That's a that big in. part of being a leader. I I believe that you know that's the biggest step in leadership is us owning the fact that we need each other, that we're all interconnected, and that was another big part of uh, why I created the Lioness Method was because I want other women to understand like there's a part uh, a point in our lives where being independent uh, no longer serves us where we're, we were grown and we were encouraged to be these powerful, independent women and rah, rah, girl power, you know. But what do we do when we find ourselves at a certain place in our life and we actually, we need other women. We need a tribe of women around us to be successful. We need other women to lift us up. And we also get to be the lifters. We also get to, you know, I love other women, support other women, and that's really what my program is, is, is not, is taking the empowered woman to the next level and also um, blossoming, blooming um, that support network around her. So it's no longer independence. It's about interdependence. Mm. You and I have had this conversation in the past about the interdependence and you're right. There's like a swing. We went from the feminine side of being dependent heavily on, on husband, male, whatever that's been generational. And then mm -hmm. there's been this like huge swing, you know, to the other side of independent of, we don't need <laughs> anyone or ever, you know, mm -hmm. and I love the conversation about the interdependence and you and I've had some deep conversations about the interdependence interdependence of what the lioness method is. And if you look at lions, and so I want you to share with people the 
now that you people understand your journey of what actually is your vision and what are you doing now, what actually is the Linus method? Mm-hmm. Now, that's a great question. And I, I created the Linus method again, because I believe that we need more balance in the world. We, again, we've been taught to be these independent women uh, that are strong and, and they, we don't need anybody when in all actuality, we really, really need other people. Um, and we need our men as well. So it's not about empowering women above men. It's about creating a society where their divine masculine and the divine feminine come together and they're able to live in harmony and in a flow. And so it really is about reclaiming your power as a woman and then understanding that we are interdependent with other women and with our men as well. Because I've, I've also seen a big push where um, you know, men are like, well, what do we do with all these empowered women now, right? Like how do, who's training the men to, uh, to actually be in harmony with these empowered women? And so one of uh, the things that the lioness method does is really allow the woman to get back into her flow, into her feminine flow. Because one of the the things that I know um, from working with so many executive women over the years is that we have our masculine hats on during the day. We are in our masculine energy. We're in our power when we're making decisions at work, when we're leading teams, when we're problem solving. We have that masculine energy, that masculine hat. And when we come home to our partners, uh, we want to be able to take off that masculine hat and set it aside and be in our body, be in our feminine flow, be in a receiving mode, be in a creative place where we're able to you know, create beautiful things in our home, create an environment that's pleasing to us. And also to just be in our feminine flow so we can be um, more receptive in our relationships, which creates more harmony. And that has nothing to do with um, with being weaker per se. Um, I think that feminism has, or being feminine as a woman has um, gotten a bad rap but it's such a beautiful part of who we are as, as females. And, you know, whether you have a lot of masculine energy or not, uh, it really is about learning to get back in touch with that feminine energy because there is so much power um, for women that are in their feminine energy and getting into their flow. That's really where a lot of the creativity comes from. Absolutely. Let's see. What I love about the conversation is like, hey, how do we tap back into our feminine energy and allow the the men or the masculinity to come towards us and receive? And that's something I know that you've taught me specifically. And I've worked with you privately in one of your intensity sessions. And (laughs) it was an intense session. And one of the things I really learned in that process, and it was an intense eight hour session where I worked with you on many modalities that you have. One of them was timeline therapy, but that was just one of many. Mm-hmm. Um, you were, it was a very unique process. And one of the things I really learned from that is the receiving aspect is being able to lean back and allow things to come towards me, allow the conversations, allow 
people, allow situations to come towards me and not be able to be triggered by them. And I think that's one of the things I know that you've done for me specifically, but I also know that you've done that for many other women. So when someone's working with you, when an executive woman's working with you or, or uh, what exactly are the things that they are working with you on specifically? Where do you find that most majority of your clients right now, your clientele, where they're getting hung up on or stuck? Uh, that's a great question too. So the majority of the executive women that I've worked with uh, up until this point have all had one thing in common, common, and that's just a huge dissatisfaction with the way that their life feels uh, to them right now. Like they have all the accolades, they've achieved so much. I mean, um, you know, written books, um, led huge teams in giant organizations and in well or um, well-known organizations, and they're working with you know. Um, uh, top clients. I'm just searching for the words here, but they have, they have what looks like a perfect life on the outside. They have, they have know, the badass feel like they've they got the it all. It's like the checklist again, like mm -hmm. you were checking the checklist just like them. Yeah. They have everything checked off, all the boxes checked off, but they're, but they're working themselves to death. They're not yeah. taking care of themselves. They have taken themselves off their priority list and they put everybody ahead including, you know, work is usually taking up most of their time. Um, every female executive that I've worked with, when we sit down and we do what we call the wheel of life, um, their career <laughs> section takes up most of the circle and it's eating up the rest of their life. So they have no room for their personal enjoyment. They have no room uh, to feel good as a woman, to, to play, to remember that life is supposed to be playful and joyful and that we're meant to feel really good in our bodies and we're meant to love our bodies in whatever shape or form they are uh, to just love it and just start and just start where begin wherever you are at that point a just loving yourself and, and stepping back into that that self-love ultimately so you can be even more productive and you can pour your heart your energy um, with even more passion uh, into building your teams, your business, your relationships. Um, you know, I've worked with entrepreneurs as well, so it might be starting a new business. And that's also another thing that a lot of the executives that I've worked with uh, have come to me is they're in a big transition in their life. They're at a place where they've been doing what they've been doing for years and years, and they are just, they're tired. They want, they know that there's something else out there for them. They instinctively know that all of their talent and passion is not being funneled into, into the right direction uh, for them. That they know that there is a business that, that needs to be born. Uh, that there is, you know, something, a passion that's in uh, within them that has not come out yet. And I consider myself a a transition, a change doula. Uh, so, and I, and being a change doula means that I am with them every step of the way when they're birthing this new vision of who they are truly meant to be and allowing and, um, I have to stop you for a second. Yeah. So the, the doula, it's such a, it's such a beautiful word that so many women don't even know what that is and that that it's an it's an instant more of an ancient thing where mm -hmm. where you can talk about it but where women really have support other women in birthing right mm -hmm. 
And nowadays, the birthing process of a child has been kind of uh, sterilized in a way mm -hmm. versus a like a process and mm -hmm. a, a push and a birthing. I know that, you know, you've helped me. I just recently birthed my, a new business of many and mm -hmm. you've helped me with those growing pains and those birthing pains. I mean, growing pains, <laughs> it's that birth, right? So it's like birthing right. again and allowing the pains of that to go through versus mm -hmm. what I call the masculine. This is where you really helped me. I just want to get the construct for people mm -hmm. where the old way of doing a business was to launch it. Mm -hmm. That's a rocket. It's like, yeah. you know, <laughs> masculine thing to do, right? Mm -hmm. Versus birthing a business or an idea or a book or whatever. Then what happens after the birth? You nurture it. You and, nurture you nurture it. It, and you love on it and you love on it and you love on it. What does a rocket do? It goes, boom, and then <laughs> it just yeah. launches and maybe it launches crashing <laughs> down. You know, I've done that model. So I'm sharing uh -huh. from my own personal experience of the launch and the crazy. So I want to acknowledge that in you, but also kind of share with you one of the, and share with people that this is one of the many things I got out of working with you. And I'm curious if, if your other clients had same experiences. Yes, definitely. And uh, that is also a great question. And the reason why I love the analogy of doula and the birthing process, just um, like you were saying is because uh, it takes love. Like when you're giving birth to something, it also, you know, it comes within its own time. And so it's also about leaning into trusting our bodies, learning to trust our bodies as the beautiful miracle that they were designed to be, which means, you know, calming the nervous system, coming back into yourself, uh, going inward, uh, getting in touch with your inner leadership, and then stepping into your faith. And it's not, um, uh, the method that I've created, it does not follow a specific uh, religious practice. It's, um, I have worked with clients of all religious back, uh, backgrounds, but it really is just relearning to actually have a visceral experience of um, trusting yourself, trusting your inner tuition, your inner voice, and, um, and allowing the process to, to come out birth, uh, or beautifully, right, in its own time. So it's also about learning to surrender, <laughs> which I know my type A personalities out there, I know you, you feel me, that <laughs> surrender is, is not an easy thing. That surrender can, can feel terrifying for a type A who really wants to be able to control the whole process. But I'm going to ask you, like, if you're watching this right now, you know, how is being in control of everything working out for you? <laughs> you know, and that's something I had to seriously ask myself. And I ask every single client that I work with and the clients that have gone through the process, the breakthrough process, they learn to surrender fully to the to the process. You, It's a 50 50. Uh, it's a 50 50 process, which means you bring your 50% of the of the work, you do the work, you work really hard at it, you're open to it, you're you're in it. You are doing the process. It's not a process that's done to you or for you. It is a process that I do with you and I'm actually helping you, uh, supporting you as you are birthing this new transition, this new life by your design 
into the world. And it's, it's absolutely so beautiful. And every single person that I've taken through uh, this breakthrough process, uh, I've just seen such beautiful transformations. And I have uh, so many video testimonials actually too of just clients um, that were so excited with the transformation that they achieved uh, once they walked through these steps, which were actually uh, pretty easy to follow. Uh, I don't know about your experience, Heather, but that was awesome. Do you find I, I, Oh, you know that it was beautiful <laughs> and experience, but more importantly, like who I saw myself to be on the other side of it was mm -hmm. truly remarkable. And this is coming from someone, as you know, has been, I've done a lot of work as they call it. I've done mm -hmm. plant medicine. I've done lots of other modalities and what was like landmark and yeah. all kinds of, yeah, for 12 years. Yeah. So <laughs> I, um, you know, and I came from a very religious upbringing. Mm -hmm. So it, what was beautiful about it, one of the biggest things that I saw, one was the timeline therapy and, and removing some energy around a trauma, which was beautiful. But mm -hmm. another thing that really came out of that work together with you was my number one, um, what you call it? Number one, um, it's freedom. I know what that is. It's the number one value. The number one value. Yeah, Thank we go you. through the values. Yeah, which is really important, which some people have never even thought about what their personal values are. Well, the they moment know. that I found it, the moment that, I mean, because you went through a process, you didn't just say what's your number one value, because I think I would, yeah. would have, I would have said something totally off. Mm -hmm. and once you discovered it, it was like a discovering of gold. Once mm -hmm. I discovered it with you, it was all of a sudden, I don't know if you remember I said this, it was like, oh my God, my whole life just like, connected you just connected the dots of every decision I've ever made mm -hmm. came from that my number one value is for me was freedom. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh that's why I made that decision, that decision, that's oh my because it was like running the show. It was really mm -hmm. this number one value that anytime it was threatened or whatever, I was like you know, I didn't know. So that's just one thing that I got from it. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. Yes. And I, and I think that it's, it's definitely like, even with the values stuff, it's, um, it, it is eye opening because a lot of the executive women I work with, they can repeat and recite their company values. They know the company mission, mission statement, you know, but they don't have their own, they're not running their own life as if they are a brand, as if they are actually the the main character in their life. They're still in somebody else's movie. So that's another thing that we do in the Lioness Methods is we take the focus and we put it back on you because you are the star of your movie. You're literally writing your own unique screenplay as we speak. You're picking the characters. You're picking the drama. <laughs> you are picking the environment. You're picking the clothes that, that you wear, the way that your body looks. All of those things are uh, something that you can design, that you can design purposefully. And if there's something that you don't like um, about your life or you don't or it doesn't feel good or doesn't feel authentic, it's not in alignment with who you know you truly are, then we can change it. That's something that is so powerful about the Lioness Method and the breakthrough program uh, that is, is just amazing. The transformation and who you are at the other side of it is, is really 
it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It's absolutely life-changing. And that is what has made me so passionate and has driven me to do this work full-time is being able to just be there, to watch the transformation, to help facilitate. And again, being that change doula, I'm there, you know, to coach you uh, through every step of the way, you know, to be there, to hold your hand if need be, while you are gathering the power for that last push to pull, to push out, you know, to birth into the world that that true beingness of the lioness that you you really are, that I know you are, because I've seen this over and over again with all of my clients. They dig deep and they they birth into the world something that's absolutely beautiful and just the the light that i see from the clients that i work with uh, is the reason why i do this work well you've done a phenomenal job and i know you work with many many executive women and i'm just really excited for you to have this show and have your own show your own lioness method podcast and show, but more importantly, you're bringing in your tribe. I mean, you're attracting mm -hmm. your tribe. You're doing your own work. You're birthing this. You're being the work, not only doing the work, you're being the work. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. So I just want to kind of, um, as we wrap up just a little bit, you know, where I know that you have a private Facebook group. Tell us mm -hmm. more about that. Uh, great. So we have, I, I have created the, the Lioness Method uh, group on Facebook, which is for executive women. And I am doing trainings there. I'm doing monthly trainings. I'm also um, hosting weekly breathwork circles on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. where women can come together because I really am building a tribe of women that want, who are already doing their work. Because just like you mentioned that um, you know, you have a long history of doing your own self-development and, and landmark and working with coaches and doing all these different modalities, lots of different healing modalities. Um, so these women, this tribe of women that I'm building are really self-aware and they are have done a lot of work on themselves and they know the value. They know the value of doing the work and of, of being able to have a rapid transformation because who has time to sit in a seminar for a week and with thousands of other people and not get one-on-one -on -one attention and not get results? Because change can happen in an instant. I completely believe it, I've seen it, and I know that that's what the female executives that I work with want the most, is they want that, they want that transformation and they want it now because they need to get back to the business of their life. They need to get back to taking care of their families. And we're in the middle of a pandemic where things are constantly changing. So I want to invite you to come and join the Facebook group and to interact with other women and to also listen to the podcast so we can grow together, continue to grow together as leaders and as interdependent women, as we navigate these, these different uh, times, as we navigate a changing world, changing society, and we uh, start to embrace and really make room for the divine masculine energy that's rising uh, in the world right now, and to really embrace who we are as women, as the feminine and masculine, because I believe that there's feminine and masculine energy in both, um, in all um, people in general, uh, it's really genderless. The masculine and uh, female energy is really genderless. But 
for the women out there that are really looking to embody that feminine lioness energy. Um, yes, come and join the, the lioness method uh, group on Facebook and join our, our weekly breathwork circle. If you're at all curious about what this um, rapid transformation is really all about. And the breakthrough work that I do is separate um, from breathwork. Breathwork is one amazing tool that I use uh, with all of my clients that helps them just stay level um, in between uh, working together. Uh, and I do a lot of one-on-one -on -one work right now. And I've also been doing a lot of work with uh, corporate uh, entities as well. Just I'm also hoping I'm hosting corporate breathwork circles. And, you know, my background has also been in uh, corporate training. So just talking about my journey, speaking about the journey of the executive women and how we can better solidify uh, balance in our life. And I actually don't like the word balance because I think um, I should use the word harmony because I don't believe that there is balance. I know Oprah says that, you know, we can have everything, but we can't have it all at once. So this is truly about getting the flow back into every area of your life and, uh, and getting you back into the driver's seat of your life. So you feel empowered, you know what you want, which is absolutely necessary uh, in this world because our time is so precious. And if you know what you want, I can help you get it. And, and that's it. That is very, <laughs> very true. So what is the name of the Facebook group again? It's the Lioness Method. Perfect. Okay, great. And of course, they can listen to this podcast wherever they do listen to podcasts. It's going to be across mm -hmm. multifacets. And if they want to just get a hold of you or get on a scheduled call with you, do you have a um, place for that? Yes, you can actually um, sign up on my uh, Calendly or um, Call with Riss. Call with Riss. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Callwithriss.com redirects to her calendar link to get on. I'm like, I'm getting, I'm getting all updated on the technology here. Yeah, so you are callwithriss.com uh, to schedule a call with me. And then we're going to hop on a Zoom call. And on that Zoom call, we are going to have a quick chat just to see if you qualify for the Lioness Method because uh, I would love to work with everybody, but not everybody is going to uh, qualify for the program. And if you qualify, it's a good fit. We're a good fit. Then we are going to move mountains together. And I am absolutely so excited about connecting with you. Uh, keep listening uh, to the four new podcasts. I'm going to have some amazing speakers on here. Yes. And yes, I can't wait to connect. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I just want to say, everyone, please reach out to Narissa Sue and what she's creating against the lioness method. And you are truly listening to the lioness method podcast and last words for you on your, on your show. Just be kind, stay connected, be grateful and be light. I love that. That was beautiful. All right, everyone. My name is Heather, Heather Havenwood and welcome to the lioness method.